there you go. We're just the chicks in the office. You're not hoe bitches in the office. <laughs> no, and even so, even still, even like so, hoes in the it. office would be yeah. awesome. Like, hoes in the office, people are like, I need to tune into that. I think we have to yeah. change the name now. Welcome to Burning What is up, little devils? It's Hannah Burner, and I'm back in the dark depths of hell with Rhea Chofo? Chifo. Chifo. Oh, I always no. do this. I get cocky with the Italian names and I fuck it up. Nobody ever gets it right. They used to call me Quifo. Like, you know, when they would say your name in school and they would be like, you know, if you have a hard name like mine, it's C-I-U-F-F-O. Who knows how to pronounce that? They'd be like, is that Caduce? Quifo. Quifo, I'm like, ah, oh, it's Chifo, but that could do some serious damage to. I hope you've talked to someone about that because that's fucked up. Yeah, no, I haven't, but you know, it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. It made you funny, you guys. Ria is one of the first female hires to be on a podcast at Barstool. Am I right? Yes, actually, the first female podcast at Barstool ever was Chicks in the Office, and yeah, oh, yeah. I was one of the first women to ever work here it was just erica the ceo and then we had um like one or two sales women who were f- female and then i was like the first girl content person at barstool so i've been i've been there since september 2016 one of the day ones um yeah. chicks in the office if you listen to pop culture like it at all this is the pod you have to listen to three times a week and then they get high and have a podcast called because we got high <laughs> yes <laughs> because why not in your past, have you been in like male dominated spaces and flourished or is this like a first time for you? I feel like I've always been comfortable around guys. I, I feel like I've never really um, like I have my girl group of friends, like I'm mm-hmm. a girl's girl, but I can also I, I feel like it sounds so cheesy to be like, I can hang with the guys. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it just yeah. sounds everyone like rolls their eyes, but I've never had really issues like getting along with guys so you like balls I, in my face I don't care doesn't yeah I mean me. like I have a brother I have an older brother so being around him and his friends you know also have you had a boyfriend the whole time being at Barstool uh I started off not having a boyfriend but my boyfriend works here so we met here obviously Hank part of my take if you listen to part of my take take uh-huh. and yeah, we hooked up when I was an intern and I wanted to die. Like I no joke, I I swear to God, I I I tell the story all the time because I had to be honest with him and be like, "Yeah, I was not like raving about you the next day." I, I, not in in terms of like I didn't like him cuz I very much did, but mm-hmm. I was so embarrassed of what I had done cuz I was an intern and I just mm-hmm. I never saw myself as that type of person. It's right? like a little naughty. Yes, yeah. I was like, "Who is she?" Like, "What?" And so I was so disturbed at first but then obviously you know things went what well. advice would you give to people if they have a crush on someone in their office because people make it like it's like the worst thing to do but most of the time those are the only people you know <laughs> it's fun like it is fun it, it really is a good time when you're in the I know this is bad advice but whatever you don't listen to <laughs> to me have we ever given good advice you don't don't listen for good advice but you listen for like the real life stuff or because I Mm -hmm. could sit here and be like no you shouldn't date somebody from work but I I have been for the last four years and it's been great so it did Mm -hmm. it does work out for some people depending on where you work because at Barstool it's like everyone's like friends and like family so it is a lot more relaxed to be able to like 
flirt here and there and have it come across as like your friends. So I don't even know any tips I would give to people in the actual workplace in an office. Yeah. Like you're like, this is fake weird shit. If you were, but I have a warning for people. There is something called like the office crush where it's like, do you like him or do you just work with him at an office and he's the hot guy at the office, which is not real life. And like the like slightly hottest guy becomes looking like Brad Pitt because that's the only guy you see. I think that is so true. <laughs> I, th- I I think you're like, wait, I, I'm having I, a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. But like, here's the thing. This is how I look at it with my relationship and working here and dating and living together. And we're just like always together is that I also, after a short amount of time of working here, I realized that I really wasn't going to be able to date somebody who didn't understand how this place worked and how my job works and like how demanding it is at times, you know, like always Mm -hmm. being on your phone can be a very annoying thing. And granted, I do like take my time to be off of it. And so does he 100%. But like there are like weird hours, you know, my boyfriend works until two in the morning some nights, but I know he's here doing the podcast. I'm like, I can walk in the office and see you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, usually it sounds sketchy like oh I need to work until 2 a.m but like I know what he's doing he knows what I'm doing you might have to do it tomorrow yes and you guys are in the same industry but you're not like on top of each other you don't have the same podcast it's kind of like my fiance where like he's in entertainment but he's not like in in on reality tv and he could give me like some sanity occasionally but he's also yeah he's not like why are you creating content on your phone you fucking loser and I'm like it's quality premium content you bitch yeah exactly like they get it even though it's different at the same time, they're in the same industry, so they understand. Like he, Hank produces, so yeah. he understands from that angle of like, yeah, you gotta like be producing content. So during quarantine, it was like, yeah, he'll film my TikToks and he'll be like, all yeah. right, I'm gonna give you from like one to two. You got an hour of my time, and like we're gonna make this TikTok. So oh my god, a guy that loves it. being behind the scenes get, gets me so horny. <laughs> Because it means they're confident in themselves. And they're like, yes, baby, shine. And you're just like, yes. (laughs) Yes. What made you feel like you had a voice that people cared to listen to? First starting out here, like the guys here very much encouraged me to make content. And they were like, you should do it. And I I was always like, I don't know, like why anybody would want to listen to me or, or whatever. And then when Fran and I started doing Chicks in the Office, and at first it was the radio show before the Mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. And as it was going as the radio show, we had a lot of people interested in that in the Instagram as well. And they were like, well, why don't we start the podcast? And Fran and I were like, like who there's so many podcasts. And this was in 2018. Like there are way more (laughs) podcasts now. Like at the time we were like, there are so many podcasts who wants to listen to us. And they were like, just, just try it out as like a best of from your radio show. And I remember the first episode did like way more than they projected, like way more. And we were like, oh, so we should have been doing this the whole time. Like that's Mm -hmm. when I realized like people really did care about what we were talking about just from posting on Instagram. And that's when I realized like, okay, I like have something here. Like we can do this. We started doing it once a week and it was like people wanted more. And that's when Mm -hmm. we started seeing like we want twice a week. Now we're at three times a week. So not to put you on the spot, but um, you're hot, you're funny, you're smart, you um, have amazing Instagram content, you seem very confident in yourself. Um, what do you hate about yourself? Oh, so much. I mean, I, <laughs> so much. I, and this is the thing. I feel like that's kind of an image of myself that I've 
been wanting to shed a little bit of like in the past year I would say because Mm. I feel like I was kind of like putting on like oh like perfect like pictures on Instagram or whatever and like I can take some really good pictures I can also take some really bad pictures and I'm (laughs) I'm actually very insecure I really am it's something that I have not have struggled with my whole life it was actually I never struggled with it growing up to be completely honest but it was when I first started working here and like being on camera more and seeing myself on so many different angles and platforms like uh you know just in every way that you would never normally see yourself right like like just everything I'm just like seeing myself all the time Mm -hmm. and I got to a point where I was like I don't even know what I look like anymore like I would look in the mirror and I'd be like I don't even know what I really look like is is what like the people they're saying about me true like I would Mm -hmm. only see what somebody had commented about me like say like my nose or my eyebrows or my arms or like whatever it is I look in the mirror and like that's all I see like it just like stands it like really stands out to me and honestly that's something that like really really affected me from I'd say the middle of the summer this past year up until up until like March I would say I got a lot better in the beginning of March is when I really started seeing everything turn around for myself but that period of time was really dark in a way that like I really hated myself I did not I thought I was like the most annoying person to listen to because when you're mm-hmm. talking a lot and, and I do three shows a week with chicks in the office we do because mm-hmm. we got high once a week we do the group chat every single day we do our daily videos and then we do the bachelor stuff at night and it was like I'm hearing myself talk all the time and I get it like I get why people think I'm annoying <laughs> and like I'd start I started like falling into that like yes I have an annoying laugh yes I mm-hmm. hate my voice like I am mm-hmm. so annoying And it got hard for me to like be motivated to get out of bed. Especially when the goal is to make people entertain, not annoy them. And you're like, am I just like torturing people with my voice every day? (laughs) That's what I thought. I was like, why am I even like, if everybody hates me because you see a few comments and you take that and you're like, oh, that's what everybody thinks about me. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I, I thought every day. And I was like, I just, I don't even want to live with myself I can't even imagine anybody wants to like consume my content and yeah so I hate a lot of things about myself but I would say it has really turned around in the past month or so I feel so much better I don't and this is gonna sound what do you think happened I this is what I'm gonna think I think happened I know it's deeper than this but feel me out feel I can only say feel me out it's hear me out Fill me up. Feel me. I literally made a TikTok the other day and I said, feel me out. And it was my first TikTok that went viral. And people are just commenting like, did she mean hear me out? Anyway, like, is it just me or this girl's voice really annoying? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Do you remember when I dyed my hair black and then yes. put the white stripes in front? Yes. So I loved that. Right. And I didn't think at the time that I was going through a mental breakdown. But <laughs> looking back, I'm like, What? happened you're like no friend was gonna be like are you good bro no nobody stopped me nobody stopped me and I have to be honest like I really felt like my boyfriend hated it but he wouldn't admit it to me but I really felt like he hated it because he had known me for as a blonde for the amount of time I've been dating him Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I dye my hair black with white stripes in front like I could see how that could be like whoa and he just wouldn't he wouldn't like you hate every day I was like you hate it you hate it you hate it And then I just dyed it. Then it just went to straight black. Mm -hmm. And I was still miserable. And then 
I dyed it to brown and that's when things like started changing and now I got the blonde highlights back in and I'm like I'm myself again I have like <laughs> I, I it sounds so messed up but I truly think it I definitely had something going on mentally for mm-hmm. sure that's mm-hmm. definitely why I dyed my hair in the first place and got a dog like <laughs> randomly in the middle of the summer obviously there was something up um but then dying back I all of a sudden feel normal again I don't know I don't know so I don't think this is crazy at all because it actually shows if you're upset don't just keep doing what you're doing and it was like kind of healthy for you to be like okay I'm gonna fuck some shit up mm-hmm. like if I don't feel happy in this space right now I'm gonna go sexy Cruella DeVille I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna keep moving and like a key to is like keep moving and also it sounds like you weren't taking yourself too seriously to mm-hmm. be like oh everyone doesn't thinks I'm not pretty or whatever then fuck you I'm gonna do this crazy thing with my hair like who is Rhea um but it's hard to see yourself through the lenses of people who are projecting their own shit onto you especially like angry men Right, exactly. And that's a lot of it online, like random, just like men in their basement, obviously. Like another thing was just like a lot of comments about my weight, which is something that I never, like I said, I just never really struggled with that growing up, to be completely honest. And Mm -hmm. so it was, it's kind of like my first time, like really, I did struggle a little bit in, um, I only went to college for like a semester, whatever, but in that one or two semesters actually, but in, there was a space in between because I transferred <laughs> colleges, whole big thing, whatever. I did go through some like bad anxiety and depression in that one period of my time, but it was like something that was like so rare and like just, I got over it quickly. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, I think was the first time I was like really experiencing it deeply. The pandemic has been a self-reflection, but like also like the haters can be so fucking loud. Yeah. And, anywhere and else to go. like I said, the stuff about my weight and, and how I said, like I didn't struggle with that, but then I started struggling with it a little bit like in, in the past year because I, of course, gained some pounds during quarantine. Like, of course mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, but we're it, not moving. Yeah, but by no means am I like unhealthy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, it just it, it's not making sense to me that things that pe- people are saying. And like I said, I would look in the mirror and I'm like looking at my body and I don't even know what it looks like. I'm mm-hmm. like oh okay you know my arms are like really flabby and and big but also I remind myself I'm like why does that even matter like even if they are who cares like Mm -hmm. whatever this does remind me of like in college everyone started telling me I have short legs and a long torso and like your girl didn't know that about herself and then suddenly I'm like do I have stubby legs so like what you're going through it's like you're good in your body and then people are trying to Mm -hmm. like pick apart little things and also it's like what's wrong with like having whatever you have like oh I have yeah. meat on my arms even I have a it, muscle on my right. arm even if it is that way even if it is true why are you saying it in a negative way towards me like that's yeah. I think wh- and I've fi- I've like come around on that where I'm like well whatever you know I do think being in a similar industry like it's almost like our job is like we just have to keep showing up every day like especially with the ups and downs like people hate you people love you people mm-hmm. think you're annoying people think you're ugly and it's like as long as you keep showing up like you're gonna be okay why did you decide like fuck college I grew up going to I was like an actor model kid I like oh yeah I know I know crazy I (laughs) I went to the city like I'm from Long Island and my dad drove me into the city at least three four times a week I was doing Mm -hmm. auditions classes go sees which is like the modeling stuff photo shoots stuff like that ever since I was eight years old and so my parents knew that I really just wanted to be in entertainment. But when I got to high school, I stopped. Like, 
I, there was uh, a time in ninth grade. I went to a Catholic high school, Catholic private high school, and the way that they do testing is so weird and different than like any other school. At the end of the year, we would take something called a comp and it made up 50% of your grade. So like no matter what you did that entire year, right? Like say you were, you got straight 95s the whole year. Mm -hmm. If you fucked up on that test and got a 55, like that's going to fucking drop your whole grade. For me, I was stupid the whole year and got like (laughs) 70s. And then the comp is where I'd fucking go in. I would like take Adderall and stay up for like six days straight (laughs) and study so hard and get like a 95. And then finally I'd be bumped up. But this uh, counts for 50, 50% of your grade. So this this is like my time to shine. I go into this audition. And like I said, I've been doing it since eight years old. And I hadn't really booked a big thing. Like I didn't book that that big role. I did a lot of photo shoots and shit like that. But commercials, nothing big. I'm going to this audition. And I say to my parents, I'm like, if I don't get this role, like I'm done. I thought I crushed it. I had to do like a Russian accent. I don't know where that came from. The first time I had to do an accent in, a, in an audition. And I walked out of there. I was like, I crushed that. If I don't get it, I'm done with acting. Next day, next day, my manager calls my dad. It's like, she booked it. She booked the role. So it was this movie called The Contest on Cartoon Network. It's a movie <gasps> out it's now. It's out now. Whatever. It's been out. We're like, great, big break. It's happening. It's happening. My dad calls my school, and, and it, was, it was starting to film on the day of those comps. My dad calls my school. She, he's like, listen, you know, she finally got this, this part. She's going to have to film. Is there any way she can take the test on a different day? And they're like, no, she's going to have to go to summer school. And my dad's like, well, she can't go to summer school. She's going to be filming a movie. Like, what are you not getting? And they were like, then you're going to have to take her out and put her in public school. And I had never been to public school in my whole life. So I was like, no, I can't go to public school. school." so random. No, yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, public school. They're like going to like be so mean to me and like bully me. And oh, my God. So annoying. Now, looking back, I'm like, I wish I went to public school. But I just like cried about it so much. And at that point in time, I was like, I want to be in my school with my new friends friends I don't want to do this acting shit anymore fuck it and then I just stopped one of my biggest regrets because I really think if I kept going I really could have nailed something but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I tell myself but Wait, now so you didn't I, do the movie no the didn't do movie. the movie and then mm-hmm. I just stopped acting from that point on because I was like if I'm not going to be able to do anything and like I just I was so weird where I was like I just need to be in school with my friends you know I was meeting all these new boys and just like that's also you being a normal teenager right I just wanted to do that so and if your parents forced you you probably would have had animosity I feel exactly but my parents were always so cool and that's why I think with the college thing where I ended up I went to Pace in the city for film oh nice hated it uh (laughs) dropped dropped out uh worked as a pharmacy tech uh, at, at a pharmacy on Long Island near my house and then I went to FIT the next semester and then the same time I started FIT was the same time I started my internship at Barstool things picked up we were actually the reason I really dropped out was we were supposed to be on the amazing race and it was starting like in September and we were like okay we're we're not going to go back to school they ended up not putting us on the amazing race and we were not enrolled in school. So we were like, all right, fuck it. That's it. And then we just started as full-time employees in, uh, at Barstool. Fran and I did the same exact thing. Oh my God. Okay. So why do you think you and Fran have such great chemistry? I think we are so different, but also the same. Like so we like really, <laughs> yeah, like we really have different personalities, but we really get each other at the same time. Like 
we we love the same things first of all we have all of the same interests like we Mm -hmm. just we really it's hard to explain when you have that connection with somebody but I know that Fran and I just get each other like no matter if we have totally different personalities the way we speak is different like everything about us could be different we're going to be on the same page though like always like we are always like even around other people like we always just feel safe with each other we're like we just know each other at this point and we just get it I think that's why Paige and I had so much fun in your guys' podcast. If you haven't listened, Chicks in the Office with me and Paige. Because there was so much good, like, friendship energy happening. And people are always like, you and Paige are so different. I'm like, yeah, because I'm sick of myself. I don't need a friend that is exactly like me. <laughs> and I, I bring you to see things differently, but you have the same sense of humor. So you're always like, I don't know. It's just, it's nice to see you guys, like, flourishing for so long. You, But you've probably had some, like, riffs in terms of, like, working together do you have any advice for like keeping a friendship healthy while working together Fran and I we really we are we are very close friends definitely but we do not hang out all the time like Mm, that's that's we do not hang out every weekend you know that's we don't have the same group of friends like that's not how we are as friends but we do sometimes go out there are there will be nights where we go out together obviously we hang out we are friends but we are not like on top of each other in our personal lives I would say at work we are obviously we work together so much but we really keep it like I feel like Fran definitely since she is not dating somebody here and Mm -hmm. she definitely has more of like a private personal life separate from barstool than i do like my world is more intertwined with barstool so she kind of steps out of that and then that's i feel like that's how it works for us i feel like if we like hung out all the time as well as work together all the time like it would be a little much yeah i totally think that's very healthy and you don't have to like force the relationship to be like we're best friends right so we have to know everything all the time and it's like let's enjoy each other and give each other space to breathe. Oh, we text all the time. Like, we, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we're, we're, we have something to tell each other. We do that. But yeah, we're not like hanging out every second. Also, chicks in the office, the concept, like, it almost feels to me like you took the word that like can be used. Like, oh, look, those chicks. Like, and you kind of embraced it and made it your own. How did it feel to be the token girls? Well, so the the way the name, the came, uh, the name came about was a guy in our office he used to always joke around when a girl would come into Barcel because it was like whoa a girl at Barcel they'd be like whoa chicks in the office like make that joke um, and then Fran and I were like let's just take that for ourselves yes and we're the chicks in the office and it was at first a little bit people were like we don't love that name like chicks like why are we calling ourselves chicks why are women calling themselves chicks and we're like who gives a fuck like chicks is not a bad word we're not Mm -hmm. we're i'm not personally offended by that name so Mm -hmm. there you go we're just the chicks in the office you're not hoe bitches in the office (laughs) no and even so even still like hoes in the office would be awesome (laughs) hoes in the office people like i need to tune into that i think we have to change the name now it has to be hoes in the office it's so funny because giggly squad was from a man like yelling at us (laughs) giggly squad and i was like that's amazing thank you I will be a giggler. Um, I also think, do you ever feel pressure in terms of like the f- concept of bringing female humor to Barstool? Because I just watched the Netflix documentary. Oh, not Netflix. FX documentary hysterical about like female comics in New York City. Mm-hmm. And just how like even recently it was like girls aren't funny. And it's like, did you ever feel like you had to overcompensate or have more pressure since you're representing all the chicks in the world being in that office? 
<laughs> no, no. I have to be honest. Like, I was very, and this is something I just talked about recently on somebody else's podcast, mm-hmm. that I wish I had the same level of like no self-awareness that I did when I first started. Like I was so, (laughs) I was so comfortable with myself. Like I really, when I first started, I was so comfortable with myself, too comfortable. I look back, I'm like, why would you do something like that? Why would you say something like that? Like, that's crazy. No self-awareness. I still, I still think I'm self-aware and I'm probably not like, you know, now I'm too self-aware. It's a whole thing. But (laughs) I, I just was so comfortable with myself that I never even questioned if I was funny, I actually, I know what happened. I remember it to this day. I'll hold on to it because I'm like, this is what was like, oh, okay, I got this. There, we did one thing. I was an intern and we used to do Barstool Idol. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the first content things I did where they were like, okay, Rhea, you're going to read the comments from people online that are watching Barstool Idol. Oh. And so that was my job. And so they were like, all right, let's kick it to Rhea for some of the comments. And I was reading them, but I guess my delivery or the way it came across, like people loved it. And I remember as soon as Barcelona Idol ended, Dave was like, come into my office. And I went to it, went into his office and he was like, you're funny. And I was like, thanks. And he was like, I didn't know that you were like funny. Like, you know, you could like make content like here, like if that's what you want to do, try it out. And then from that moment, I was like, okay, I guess I got the green light here. I can, I'm funny. There you go. So I feel like I felt comfortable with that. And then I never really overthought it. There are times where I'm like, do people think I'm trying too hard to be funny? This is just who I am. I'm not trying too hard to be funny, but I could see how people could be like, oh, she's trying too hard to be funny. It's so funny how, (laughs) speaking of funny, it's funny how I feel like me and you have experienced similar things where like the haters will say things like they're annoying, which is like a common thing that people Mm -hmm. say about women who take up space or like they try too hard. And it's like, yeah, I'm trying to entertain you fuckers. Exactly. People always say. Like you want me to not try? (laughs) Right. People are always like, you are looking for attention. I'm like, yes. Yes. I am posting. I'm posting on I my job is to get your attention what are you not getting I wouldn't have a job if I didn't get your I literally get paid to get people's attention that's what it is it's it's it's, as simple as that and people think it's a bad (laughs) thing but you are now giving me the attention by saying that I just crave attention and it's like yes I crave attention because everybody who is working in this field is craving attention because they have to we nobody who's making content or podcasts or anything is like nah don't give me the downloads I don't even want the audience I'm doing this you know just for me it's like no we're doing it to entertain people we have holes in our heart that need to be filled by attention and the security of other people who don't need that it's great but like yeah like there's the consumers and the people who create but I do remember Paige and I were doing Instagram lives every night during quarantine and we'd never done that kind of like intense content I remember one day she was like I don't know if I could be funny today and I was like I know, but I'm like, when we don't try, we're really funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's try not to be funny today. And I have had moments where like, when you get to in your head of trying to perform well in a pod or something that like you actually aren't your true self, but I've come in like hungover, tired and people are like, that's the best you've ever done. And I'm like, oh, this really? Cause I've been trying too hard actually. Always, always it's the drunk or hungover episodes where people are like, <laughs> oh my God, that was the best. And we're like, we can't do that all the time. We just can't deliver like that <laughs> all the time. But I, I also think you mentioned like 
we have like the, uh, a hole in our heart that is only filled with attention. <laughs> but I also think that there's a part of it where it's like we love to entertain people and make people yeah. laugh, right? Like getting that satisfaction of somebody being like, you made my day. That was so funny. Or, you know, that just put a smile on my face. Like as cheesy as it sounds is like the best feeling ever because you're like, wow, I – I just how I consume other people's shit and I'm like, oh, that was so funny. I'm so glad I listened to that. That was awesome. It's like people feel that way about us. Yeah, and I love the idea of you wake up and like nothing's there and then you, we actually create something out of nothing mm-hmm. that brought some joy to someone's life. And that's like in the, the simplest form what we want to do. But I also think it's funny. I was trying to research you and stalk your ass, but like, <laughs> there's not a lot of like, like you're, you are Rhea from chicks in the mm-hmm. office and you're killing it. And there's not like more in depth of like who you are. And I think this is kind of given me a lot of insight to like, it makes so much sense that you are this kind of like content star. And I hate to use the word star cause it's corny, but it's true. But it's because like you came from a life of like entertaining and you just have that star quality. And then Barstool put you in a place where you were able to kind of like grow up in front of people and like have your stronger and like you're from Long Island you have a great sense of humor you probably (laughs) are surrounded just naturally by funny people in your life um so we love that for you thank you so much I, I I really appreciate it honestly I feel like people have that same people who have listened who have been listening to chicks in the office obviously the listeners like know me by now and and whatever but I feel like a lot of people if you know the exact story of how I got into Barstool which is I went to high school with Glennie Balls who works here and he got an internship I texted him being like congrats and he was like actually they're looking for a girl boom showed up and was hired that same day like by Caleb who obviously works here as Mm -hmm. well and it was like sort of like a joke funny thing and so people are like oh this random girl from Long Island who fucking was friends with Glennie Balls like whatever but there is so many years of my life that I put into trying to be an entertainer of some sort. So I feel Mm -hmm. like it did work out in some way. A hundred percent. Also, you've been in the game for a long time. How do you feel with pressure of like trying to continue to create the great content or like being better or, you know, redefining yourself? Like what kind of thoughts go into your head in terms of having a long-term career as an entertainer? It's always on the brain like I am always thinking of what could happen or what's next what's the new idea and I feel like naturally it comes like I I think I thought this way as soon as we started the podcast I was like who's gonna listen to the podcast and then Mm -hmm. you know I'm I'm like I'm settled in with one time a week this is good and now it's three Mm -hmm. times a week plus another show and I think things just happen naturally so I don't put too much pressure on myself because I think back to the past of how it has kind of just like unfolded by me continuing to work hard every day. It's not, I, I, the only day that I don't work is on Saturday, really. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like if I'm still using all my tools every single day, like something's just going to pop up. Like things have just popped up and it just keeps on going. You nailed it. It's like the only thing you can control is how hard you work mm-hmm. and you can't control those like little opportunities that, I mean, in your life and show business, you know how they come and go, come mm-hmm. and go, but your like stamina and just showing up every day is the most important. So we respect that. We're going to play a quick game. <laughs> I'm excited. I hell. love a game. A li- Actually, we have two games, but they're not oh. really games. I'm just asking you questions, but okay. it's more fun when you say game. Heaven or hell. So heaven or hell. You're going to tell me if you think it's heaven or hell. Okay. Doing TikToks, what do you think? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> you go, this is a complicated, dark question. It is a complicated one. Can I talk, can I talk it out or is it like, yes, a hell yes. Talk it out. Take your time. Unpack it. For me, making TikToks is like, I want it to be heaven, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's hell. It's, it's so hard. I feel like I, and people find it so easy and I just, I'm always changing my mind on what I want to do for TikToks. And I feel mm-hmm. like what works on TikTok a lot is like doing the same thing over and over again, or even just for any content in general. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I like doing it. So maybe I'll just put it under heaven to be nice. Like I don't hate, I love yeah. TikTok. So I'm not going to put it under hell in that way. But I would say it's it's hard to figure out. Well, it's when, also when hard you're when so you... used to doing something else. Like yes. we come from TikTok. Like, We've I gotten didn't... our identity through like other shit. Yes. And then it's like, so wait, what's my, what's like... my voice? What's my TikTok voice? Right. I'm and like, what, who am I on there? I don't know. So... Who am I on there? But then like the lowest common denominator sometimes pop off on TikTok and I'm like, I just had to like cop, like repeat that person's voice, like just put the voice and then like say it and then it blows up. And then you're like, but this isn't what I've been taught. I've been taught to be creative. I just, I had one blow up the other day that I've been trying to get my TikToks to blow up, right? You like think about it all the time. This one, I was like, I'm going to make this so fast, whatever just absolutely popped off i was like are you joking like i'm like putting in time to think about these things this one i made in a second like i guess that's just the way it has to go i don't know yeah yeah well we're trying we're definitely they make me feel old as fuck but i'm trying my best well wait can i um you said that makes you feel old right i'm 23 and i feel old on the app (laughs) and i think that's a bad thing like i think that's a bad thing because i'm very young i can acknowledge that yeah i hate that it makes me feel like older than i am i can't figure it out i always say like i feel like it's weird because it's hard to navigate naturally but then it's also super weird because now i have a crush on like a 14 year old named chase (laughs) and we're working on that but also you carry yourself like a 32 year old i gotta stop doing that don't you think no no (laughs) but like do people tell you that because like i don't all the time get that vibe from you at all fuck like honestly straight up i'm gonna say something that i didn't even want to talk about publicly but i'll have to say it we were in aruba last (laughs) week and um this like group of guys from the netherlands like just like wouldn't leave fran and i alone right (laughs) And we just like, we're like, uh, you know what I mean? Like we were being nice, obviously. Like I don't want to like right away be like, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Like I know they're like, well, they're, this is the thing they do there. They live, they're from the Netherlands. They live in Aruba. Like they're talking to girls every night. Like they're whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, I have a boyfriend. Leave me alone. So I was like, whatever, like answering comments here and there. And then Fran was like, how old do you guys think we are? And I was like, oh God, Fran, <laughs> like what? And, and he said that Fran, he guessed 28 or 29 and then for me guess 30 and I literally almost jumped into the ocean and was gonna drown myself because I couldn't fathom first of all like Fran is older than I am and I could see people like getting us confused in age but Mm -hmm. I I was like what 30 like I just oh my god I couldn't even uh, it's one of those things where I'm like I do I have to I don't think I like I don't, I don't even think, I don't even think I like dress older or anything. I think I like dress my age and like in that way, but no, maybe it's just the way I present myself. You are 21. Physically, girl, you are, yeah, oh, you are thank thriving. You, thank you. It's, you just have a sense of maturity and like confidence in yourself that it takes people, especially women, 
a while I feel like me in my early 20s I didn't know what the fuck was going on I would just giggle at everything Mm because I just wanted everyone to like me and like it took me a while to even just like look at myself in the mirror and be like okay what do we want to do I thank you it's a compliment to you I appreciate it and I also I hate ageism in the workplace I always feel like experience doesn't mean shit like they even have done tests of like doctors who have way more experience. The younger one who's like more excited or like cares more can do better surgery. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like um, it's great to see a, a young woman in the workplace killing it because I remember being young, like your age, and I felt like no one fucking listened to me ever just because I was like young and still had acne. Yeah, I feel really fortunate and lucky. Honestly, it's one of those things that what do they call it? Imposter syndrome mm-hmm. where you're like, what? Like, I don't think this should be happening mm-hmm. to me. I've had to deal with that a little bit in terms of like, I'm so young, very successful, but what's going to happen in a few years from now? Is it going to go all downhill mm-hmm. because everything's happening to me mm-hmm. so fast? I think I peaked. <laughs> um, but I, I, I feel like those are I just feel anxiety very fortunate. thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel lucky though. Cause I know that just to get to the level that I have or shows mm-hmm. that I have, it takes a lot of people, a lot of years to get like their foot in the door. Well, I also think that you got your foot in the right door, but you also like found your niche. Like it took me mm-hmm. when I, I was after I, I played college tennis, then I went into sales then I went to marketing and I was just not even close to my like purpose. And I just had to keep mm-hmm. getting like doors shut in my face until I was like, wait, I like comedy. And then somehow I ended up on a reality TV show, but we're, we're, <laughs> that was a mistake. Um, okay. Next question. Heaven or hell having just like a date chilling with like takeout. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Heaven. Ooh. What's Heaven. your like go-to nighttime thing that you like to do to do besides like blowjobs and sexual stuff <laughs> watch tv and watch a movie and do you have the same taste and in netflix and food uh, we definitely have the same taste in food that's important we are both like trash important. eaters like we'll eat anything. and you're so enabling like, really you're like you know what can only make this love oh. better some chicken fingers and you're like yeah yeah, yeah like, i'm like taco bell <laughs> right now please like we're like really bad yeah. at that really bad um movies and tv i'm really good at getting him to watch whatever <laughs> i want but he's not good at getting me to watch because I'm always like, really, you want to watch that? And he's like, I will. He's like, I'll watch literally anything you put on because his whole his whole thing is like my boyfriend. Honestly, this is going to sound so cheesy is super fucking chill, like about mm-hmm. everything. No joke about everything. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know how he's like, I will give anything a shot. I will watch everything one time through and I'll let you know how I feel about <laughs> it after. I'm like, that's great. I don't feel that way. I'm not going to waste my time when I could be watching High School Musical for the <laughs> 500th time. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I'm dating an older guy who's 45 and the pro mm-hmm. is he wakes up at 6 a.m. So by 9 p.m., 8.30, out. So I'll be like, oh, do you want to watch this? And he's like, no. And then I just wait. You start hearing the snore and you're like, and it's my turn. Uh, it's a party. Yeah. But you still feel like you're with That's him. Awesome. You got free reign. <laughs> oh, yes. It's a full but you're party. Doing, you're on your phone. You're watching oh, TV. I'm like do doing, whatever literally you doing TikTok. <laughs> like, Yep, yep, oh, so yep, I know exactly what you mean. Okay, heaven or hell, putting on a full face makeup? Hell. Ooh. But I do it every day for work because I'm like, I'm on camera all the time, mm. I, I got it. But 
I hate the way makeup feels on my face mm-hmm. and I hate the way it smells. I don't know why it's this new thing that I have a problem with the way mascara smells and mm. um, it's very weird. I can't deal with it. And I immediately, the first thing that I do when I get home from anywhere is take my makeup off within five minutes, like drop my shit. I'm taking off my makeup right away. It's not even a question. Like, you know how people will go out and they'll fall asleep drunk in their makeup? Yeah, that's your nightmare. Night, absolute nightmare. (laughs) I would never do that. I would never fucking do that. Even in my drunkest, most disgusting, fucked up nights, I'm taking off my makeup. Can't. can't Also, I don't want to stereotype, but as an Italian, I'm so greasy that, like, by the end, the makeup has become just like so shiny and melting on me that I'm just like, I'll take my nail and it'll just like come off, and I just, I hate it too. But I mean, you can see me right now. Like, I'm shining. (laughs) I just, I just white. I just gracefully swept my face, and I have oil pouring off my fingers this is good Looks they like say it's oil. good though for your like i don't know aging but um <laughs> also i do have to say as someone who loves a cat eye you're quite good at the cat eye like you really nail it thank you i think that's my signature thing it is. i don't know you know i've always I've always wanted like a signature thing <laughs> i think it's i think it's the cat eye i've been doing it forever and i actually remember my friends in high school knew they knew I was going through a breakup when I came into into school one day and I didn't have eyeliner on and they were like, what happened? No joke. They were like, what is happening? Something's wrong. And and that that night I had been broken up with. So, yeah. To anyone who wants to feel yourself, put on some cat eye, put on a hoop. I don't care. Big hoop, little hoop, whatever. And live your damn life. Yes, yeah, yes, day. bitch. Gold, yeah. gold hoops and a cat eye every day. Every day. Fail. That is the outfit the uniform of being yep. a badass biatch okay now we're getting a little dirty heaven or hell um licking a butthole hell <laughs> get straight it, up get i'm it. not gonna i'm not gonna fake it i don't want to lick any assholes i've gotten my asshole licked i don't want to lick any assholes and i haven't i'm not gonna lie about it i don't want to lick an asshole at all you can lick mine but i'm not <laughs> going to lick yours straight up Okay, last one. I love how that one you were like so sure about. The other ones you're like, mm, let's unpack. Okay. No, no, that one I just, I, I am like, ugh, that like literally, I don't know why. I just can't. I, you, just you don't, can't. I mean, I could think of reasons why, but. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't know why society makes it like I wouldn't want to. Um, okay, yeah. heaven or hell, summer house, being the new cast member. Oh my God heaven honestly i love that show i honestly i think that i would have such a good time is this my official invite maybe <laughs> this is this is how it begins i might know someone <laughs> yo honestly honestly i think fran and i would be great additions to summer house yeah i'm just saying i don't know if they need any more just like two basic white bitches coming in the house but if they do <laughs> sign us or up. at least like barstool i mean you guys are probably in the works like doing a full reality show of what the fuck is going on but yeah it, i i don't know i don't think at, like it is ever mm-hmm. like we've always thought about that even I, when i went in the office once people were joking about, about it well we do stool scenes which is yes. like the office reality show but it's not people's real lives it's all real but everything that happens in the office but it's not like following like the drama yeah. that happens between people here and stuff like yeah. real juicy stuff and like people's personal lives you know <laughs> i we were just talking about this the other day some, me and somebody else here we were like how 
we would become like, you know how there's like the LA influencers that everyone cares about? Mm -hmm. Like I feel like Barcelona has a potential to be like the New York influencers. Like we're in New York. Mm -hmm. If people would just talk about their real personal lives on camera, but it's not like anybody's going to do that when we don't have to do that already. You're like, someone needs to cheat on someone with someone and let's get the party started. Um, Yes. Like, like let's give the drama. But I understand that people like we, we already make content here. Like, Unless they came to everybody with a fat ass paycheck and they were like, we're doing a a Bravo reality show. Everyone's Mm -hmm. getting paid this. And I think people would do it, but they're not like, we're not going to give this out for free. Yeah. Interesting manifesting. Yeah. I don't know. I like this. Okay. Well, thank also Rhea and I, I've all, I've known about her and, um, someone hit me up and was like, Rhea is going off on how much she loves summer house and you need to connect with her. So like, thank you to whoever's DMing me and the people who were like, hit me up. Cause I was like, okay, this is good energy. We need to follow this. <laughs> I was so hyped. I started watching summer house was binge watching it. I actually only started with the episodes that you and Paige are in. Mm-hmm. So I think what season did season you guys come three. In? Yeah, so season three and on, I just watched the episode from last week, last night, actually. A little risque, you guys. A little risque around the house. (laughs) Lots of PDA going on. Um, But no, I love Summer House, and I was so excited when you DM me, because I was like, ah, this is so cool. Like, I was just watching it on TV. I feel like (laughs) I I see other female content creators, and I'm like, oh, like, they're so cool. And then I find out they know who I am, and then I'm like, wait, this is my chance. <laughs> this has happened to me like multiple times in the past. It actually happened like back to back with you and Paige mm-hmm. and then um Kelsey Kreppel, who is she dates Cody Co and she like has her own YouTube channel yes. and I love her. Yes. Like I think she is so fucking funny, like seriously so funny. And she followed me and I was like, oh my and I had been following her for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. She follows me. And then she DM'd me. And I was like, I have been waiting. Like, who was gonna DM each other first? So <laughs> I love that. I love when like people mutually know each other yeah. and they're just waiting for someone to make the first move. I was joking with Fran because I'd gone to the office a couple times and I went to the bathroom and I saw her and immediately I kind of smiled like I knew her and she smiled like she knew me. And then we both realized we don't know each other and we were kind of walking past. And I was like, I don't know what that was, but I think it was good (laughs) yeah like you were like should I say hi which is by the way I think that going forward that should be the way everybody lives their lives Mm -hmm. it's like if you think you should say hi to somebody say hi because I've I've started to do that and granted there are a lot of misses like (laughs) sometimes sometimes around the office with people who work here yeah like hey and like I don't get a hi back and I'm like okay I'm I'm, next time I know we're not saying hi we're not saying hi but I think you just got to go for it because it's always better if you're just nice because then people remember yes oh she said hi to me yes and I think people are always way more intimidated in their head and like I know we have masks on but like a smile goes Mm -hmm. a long way you can see it in the eyes you're killing it on burning in hell because you came in full force you were like yeah I hate myself and then like you survived and got through it really easy (laughs) so you kind of tricked me on that what did you did you think I was going to be like I love myself no 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 I but like normally I have to like push people to get Mm. there and you were just like yeah this is me like this is what I'm fucked up about and we're working on it and I was like yeah I'm pretty open I'm I'm pretty open there's really nothing that like I won't talk about in any sort of setting even like in life and friends people on podcasts like I really don't care yeah and I think I love talking about things (laughs) and that's why (laughs) you do what you do right so we're gonna try to get a little darker with the final game the final boss 
The Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. What are you greedy about? I'm greedy about... Here's something. (laughs) Here's something very honest. I think I'm greedy about attention from, like, my boyfriend, but I don't think that maybe I reciprocated as much as he does to me. Does that make sense? (laughs) That is hilarious because I will go straight up to my boyfriend and be like, give me attention. And then once I have enough, I walk away. Right. I'm like like, a cat. Or I'll just like go on my phone and he's like, that's it? And I'm like, I... It's like, just because I made out doesn't mean I'm trying to have sex right now. Yeah, (laughs) it's not... It's not like... I... It's nothing personal. It's just I feel like how we are sometimes I just feel like that's sometimes women just we need a little attention and then yeah. we want to be by ourselves the yeah next you second. you want a little affirmation but I do think it's funny that sometimes like I'll just like I want like a good kiss but then mm-hmm. like guys will think that we're going all the way and I'm like no sometimes right. I just want like, like no, a I... nice good solid yeah. meaningful kiss a little right. soul behind it but I don't need to get like yeah. I'm not going down on you right <laughs> after it I'm just I just like I didn't feel the passion in the first one yeah. so I'd like a redo <laughs> I do that all the time I'm like can you do that again I didn't that wasn't that wasn't it yeah for me. yeah or when I <laughs> say, say like you mean I, it yeah yeah when I say love you and I or like when I text my, my boyfriend love you and he writes love ya I'm like why ya and not you it's like we've been dating for over four years it's like <laughs> I'll I get be like, it. love he you. Me. And Des will be like, love you. And I'm like, why are you saying that jokey voice? Like, is yeah, it a joke? Yeah, yeah. Do you think our love's yeah, a right. fucking joke? <laughs> anyway, this is, yeah, when you're bored because, like, you're not playing games anymore and you know you right. love each other and you're just like, let's stir some shit up for no yeah, reason. It's got spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any advice for four years, right? How to keep mm-hmm. things exciting? Hmm. Here's, here's the thing. I think that you don't always get so lucky in your relationship that the other person is very like Mm -hmm. always something different like honestly hank has adhd and it's not like a serious thing but i think it like comes out in his personality where it's like there was always something exciting you know there's always a different thought there's and i think we're both kind of like that where it's like i'm pretty dramatic in in ways that are not always bad. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very passionate about things. I'm very excited about things. And I think he is sort of the same way. So it never gets, it never gets boring. It sounds like you and authentically like, like each other. Like it's not just yeah, love. Like you really right. enjoy And then I think naturally then the sex just comes naturally after that because you're like, okay, we still like each other on a personal level. Mm-hmm. We still like each other on a sexual level because mm-hmm. I feel like the sexual attraction stops when you start like hating them as a person as well because you're like why do I even want to have sex with this person that I hate like, exactly and it just like unravels you know fingers crossed that things keep going as planned you know four years feel like we're in deep yeah so well I do think a lot of relationships after six months you'll get bored if it's not right mm-hmm. but then if you authentically really like enjoy the person and have the same like stupid similarities like the same taste and shitty food and you know the same jokes and little things that that makes you want to fuck them um because yeah. yeah women don't want to fuck things and i will say like too. also 
guys who are so confident in their relationship like my boyfriend is so confident and I mentioned that like just so confident in the relationship he does not get jealous like and you know I'm, I'm around a lot I talk to a lot of like celebrity guys interviews whatever I could see how somebody can get jealous in those situations does not get jealous at all is super comfortable with himself and I'm like yeah. you're a, that's hot like that does you ever want him to get like a little more. jealous to show like well sometimes <laughs> I'm like do you even like me like I don't know <laughs> like I like that's something I would definitely be mad about you know and I'm like you don't care and he's like well I trust you and I'm like that's yeah. sweet you're like yeah that's I'm not gonna n- fuck him that- during the podcast <laughs> right no but you're like when he's like he's like I trust you like you just have to I'm just like I don't know what that is like I, you know what I mean like what that's the that's thing with crazy. dating confident dudes they're not jealous and then you're like well how do I stir shit up a little bit to see right. that you want me what I'll do is I'll joke like some random like old lady will like be talking to des like at a restaurant and i'll be like oh so you're just gonna flirt with her in front of me and that's how i just get <laughs> things going yeah. um, a little rise who are you envious of who am i envious of hmm i'm envious of people who and this is so cliche such a cliche answer uh just like can live on an island or a beach in a huge mansion but they don't need to be in social media seen or, or heard or seen or heard by anyone they're just living their lives like I think that the only sorry I'm wearing my headphones weird right now I look like an idiot um no I think you look cute <laughs> thank you, you. Like um I kind of I'm like a DJ um <laughs> I feel like I know in my head the only way I'm gonna get that house on the beach is by pumping my social media even more yeah. it's like I I'm like I'm not gonna be able to step away from that and be like live just not on my phone so I'm envious of people like that I love my job obviously but I just kind of know where it's going in the future you know yeah that's a like, good thing just... to manifest that like you're putting in all the energy but knowing it sounds like you and your boyfriend are good at knowing when you need to step out of it because mm-hmm. you need a balance definitely what are you gluttonous about so what do you overindulge in food 100 percent. it's <laughs> you answered that so fast because it's something that recently i've really been thinking about in terms of like i'm really fucking crazy about food <laughs> like i and people have pointed it out to me recently and that's such like a tip i feel like it's like i love food i love to eat like it's gotten to like a gross point where like mm. my friends have pointed out to me they're like you eat every time you eat you eat like you have never eaten before or you are never gonna have a meal again and they were like and you eat really really yolo, fast yolo no i i i just i'm just like i love it like i love i'm like addicted to like i don't know sugar i don't i don't think it's sugar what's your like go-to like you had a rough day it's dinner time everything i love fast food i think that's like one of my biggest issues is i really love fast food like if someone wants I, to indulge in fast food What's a good order for them? I can go through every place. <laughs> I got, okay, so we'll start with Wendy's. I will do a 10-piece spicy nugget. Mm-hmm. I will do a medium chocolate frosty. Yes. I will do a large fry and a junior bacon cheeseburger and a Coke. That's my Wendy's order. Taco Bell, I'll do three soft tacos, a Crunchwrap Supreme, a Nacho Bell Grande, the Cinnabon Bites um, for the dessert, and a Pepsi because they don't have Coke at Taco Bell. This is like fucked up. I know all of this. this McDonald's, incredible. I will do 10, 10 chicken nuggets, 
large fry. I will do a mixed chicken, depending if I'm like, is it too much chicken? Mm -hmm. I'll do a cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. Used to love a snack wrap. And then the apple pie for after and a Coke. So I just fucking love fast food. No joke. I really do. How does your stomach survive? No. So I I like have to get my gallbladder removed. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, I, no joke. I had like, um, like a, a soda addiction actually where <laughs> I in high school ended up in the hospital because my kidneys were infected and I, I started a new job as a hostess at a restaurant and I remember one of it was like my second weekend working I was getting really bad pains in my back I was like I can't stand up like whatever my parents picked me up I couldn't drive at the time I was like I don't know 16 my parents picked me up and they took me to the hospital. And you know when you go to the hospital, you're like, I kind of hope something's wrong. Because, like, I'm kind of making this whole, a whole to-do about this. Like, there's got to be something. Yeah. Turns out I did have a kidney infection. And they were like, you have to stop drinking so much soda. Like, you have to stop drinking so much soda. So for so for two weeks, they were like, you can't drink soda. And so I felt like shit. And uh, I kept feeling like shit. And after the two, I was just like, oh, my God, Mom. Like, my head hurts so bad. Like, whatever. And she was like have have a cup of soda let's see something have a have a cup of soda immediately immediately my headache you went away detoxing. immediately I felt better I know I literally had withdrawal like what soda were you I drinking literally I was a coca-cola I love I have like a I'm still I'm so much better now like I will mainly yeah. drink water um and I'll treat myself with Do you like go diet soda ever maybe once a week yeah no it depends I don't hate diet but I prefer the regular I would come home from I was a cheerleader in high school I'd come home very like competitive cheerleading practice and I would drink like three (laughs) cans of soda like not water like I wasn't coming home and hydrate in the middle (laughs) in the middle of the night you know when you get really thirsty in the middle of the night you're like like I need something to drink I'd go downstairs and I would get a cup of soda like that it's disgusting so I really love just like shit food i love good food as well i'm I, i'm not a picky eater but i'll eat anything like that's what i'm saying i'm very gluttonous about food there's not one food i can name that i don't like i i've gotten to the point where today i was like i need to um really just like take a break today start like eating healthy again today and do you find you have an addictive will be the day. personality Literally, no <laughs> that's the thing like, I, no, I, I just have a passion I, for soda yeah to have out food <laughs> i was like i'm stopping today and then we had to do um uh hot box by wiz khalifa it's mm. 420 whatever mm-hmm. they were sponsoring because we got high <laughs> and we had to do an ad for them and they sent all this food to the office uh mac and cheese bites oh. hot wings all oh. all this shit i'm like i can't start today it's and crazy. you're like also That's i can't talk this about this properly without doing the proper research of how all this should taste Right before I did your podcast, I stuffed my face with a a chocolate-filled brownie. Like, it was a brownie also filled with chocolate. It's already chocolate. It's double chocolate. I had the mac and cheese bites. (laughs) Mac and cheese bites. I had regular mac and cheese on top of that. Chips, just everything. I'm gross. We would have so much fun together because if you watch Summer House... I eat so much because I always eat Paige's meal and like the other girls don't eat like it's stress related Mm -hmm. slash whatever we're in bathing suits Mm -hmm. I totally get it but like I 
get joy it's italians like that's what we do we love yes, food i think it's an italian thing it's, to be honest all of our memories like the dinner table is like love yes. and family and food and i mm-hmm. fucking eat and like naturally i do have kind of fast metabolism and stuff goes right through me a lot of the time so i i'm helpful for that thank you um but yeah i understand you i see you keep eating you only live once yeah and hopefully the gallbladder <laughs> hopefully right. you live a little know. longer considering the yeah yeah <laughs> I also, you brought up because we got high. How long have you been getting high for? What is your story of getting high? So honestly, I have two older siblings and um, my sister, my my sister is like a huge pothead. No joke. Like she's older than I am still. She's like, she's a very functioning, very functioning pothead. Mm-hmm. Not like, I feel like there's a stereotype, right? Like they're on the couch. They're like not basement. moving. Like, yeah. right. I work very hard every day, but I still smoke every day, mm-hmm. probably multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm very functional about it, but I started, I guess when I was 16. So in high school mm-hmm. and I've always enjoyed it. It has always, do you like microdose almost all day? Um, Mm, well, microdose would be shrooms, so I'm not doing shrooms yeah. every day. But I, uh, I have microdose before. I think it's really fun, but I'm not doing that every day. Uh, I like <laughs> will smoke. I'll take like uh, a hit of my bowl in the morning, mm-hmm. or I'll smoke like two puffs of a joint in the morning. Nothing crazy in the morning, mm-hmm. but when I get home and I like to relax, that is when I like will smoke the most because it really it's something that has always relax me and actually helps my stomach too like I have a lot of stomach issues besides the eating thing I have endometriosis so I get a lot of um like really bad cramps and really bad periods Mm so weed has helped me in I really enjoy it It makes me laugh and have a good time but it also has helped me in like some ways with my health health as well how do you think it affects your anxiety for a while it helped (laughs) lately sometimes I'm like okay you shouldn't have smoked before that. I'm like, that's a little much. But for the most part, it's something that really helps me. I, so I'm, I'm lucky with that because some people freak out and it actually makes it worse. Yeah, like I love people who smoke. Like I feel like a lot of my friends are potheads and I love being around that because I wish I was that cool to be able to mm-hmm. handle taking a hit. I am will ruin any party. Like I, when I get high, I immediately start crying. I don't. I can't I start a sentence and then when I'm trying to finish it I don't remember how it started Mm -hmm. I have full mental breakdowns I don't know who I am what's like it's always been bad because I always do it every couple years I'm like let's get high and yeah I have most of my friends are like that I I don't even most of my friends are like that like sometimes I'm like shit do I smoke too much because (laughs) not a lot I mean me and my my boyfriend smokes just as much as I do which helps because I feel like if one of us didn't know that's good then it would be like not good we wouldn't be on the same level and also <laughs> it's one of those things that I started smoking long before I ever knew him yeah. so it wasn't like I fell into that because of him it's not like he like you know what I mean yeah. like I feel like if he made me into that my parents would be like a little more <laughs> questionable They're but like, no she did it to herself I just feel like really dumb when I smoke I feel like everyone knows I'm dumb everything I say is dumb and then I get freaked out that I'm gonna be dumb forever I smoked right before this would you have known no, you're eloquent and have your shit together. Thank you. And thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Functional, functional, <laughs> highly functional. But yeah, everyone reacts differently to it. Um, yeah. So my thing is, but it's weird because I like love people who can handle it. Maybe it's my yeah. own stuff. Ooh, when was the last time you experienced extreme wrath or anger? I feel like I have a long answer for everything, and I'm like, this no, is when it. I start. This is when I start thinking. Am I too high? Like she? <laughs> no, not even am I too high. Or like. 
uh, are people like does she ever shut up like she's talked (laughs) this is an interview my job is to get you to talk (laughs) no i know um (laughs) wrath okay i feel like i have really managed my anger issues lately Mm. i i i feel like i uh had a lot of anger issues like I get angry easily mm. and not necessarily like I would never do it out in public like in the like work. on reality TV you know what I mean something. like whatever <laughs> but I, yeah yeah like on you know I told that to myself me. too but yeah know. um like at home in my personal life I honestly I grew up around an Italian family yep. very Spicy. passionate Spicy. Long Island mm. New York like very fucking passionate everything's a fight <laughs> and every no everything's a fight it nothing is or is easy. it just how they talk <laughs> no it's it right no and that's what happens like, it's like are we how fighting you talk? or are we having discussion <laughs> or you talk and they're like i don't like the way you're talking meanwhile everybody's talking the same way and then it turns into a fight like we we know this it's been years 20 23 years i've lived with this no but i i grew up where i would say like um my dad has like he's a- actually gotten way better too but mm-hmm. like very angry very fast mm-hmm. my sister kind of the same way um and so that's something that was pretty bad and I'm not saying like anything violent, like physically, mm-hmm. but I just like screaming, you know, just yeah. like getting so mad that I'm like screaming at the top of my lungs, like a child, mm-hmm. like gross. Um, and I've like thrown things, like I've like broken my phone, you know, by throwing <laughs> it on the floor, like throwing, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, that shit. God. It's just like, just bad. Yeah. Um, but my boyfriend is so calm, so calm does not raise his voice. I don't think he's ever raised his voice. I don't know. And his family is like, slam a door. Do you even give a fuck about this relationship? uh, Yeah. Just, just so calm and chill. And I'm so thankful for that because it has taught me so much that I don't need to be that way. Like I really think in recent years I have changed tremendously with that. So like, I can't think of anything uh, specifically that has made me like so angry, but just know there basically every day there was something that made me angry for a while. (laughs) Well, it's great that you have this guy who's showing you like, we don't have to get angry Mm -hmm. about things. And there's other, cause anger is more like a frustration where you just don't have to do anything. You just snap. Cause you're like a product of your environment. So that's what I grew up around. And so that's what I knew. Yeah. That's why I thought every, everybody's like, yeah. And my parents, they are in love. They've been together mm-hmm. for 30 years. Mm-hmm. But they, the family, the passion, there's some fights every day. My, You know, I got siblings. We're all fighting with each other. So <laughs> that's what I grew up around. And like, that is not what I And I do think with around. fighting in a relationship, once you like cross a boundary, like calling someone a name or like raising mm-hmm. the voice, then it's like you lose this kind of trust where it's like you really want to remember like we're on the same team you know yelling can take things to like you say things you don't want to say so I love a man's that has patience that's exactly it that's exactly what he's like we're I'm not against you yeah. like don't where, what's the raising of the voice the yelling the slamming of the doors sla- leaving the room <laughs> yeah. like I'd like I'd like walk out of the apartment like when I would stay at his apartment when we didn't live together I'd walk out of his apartment mm-hmm. I, in my head I'm like where am I going like, <laughs> I got nowhere to go I'm at his apartment like what is going on so yeah it's been it's it's you're like how m- we're past that you're like I want to order chicken fingers shit okay fine I'll make up with them <laughs> yeah and I go back like two seconds later I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> When was the last time you were a sloth? Because I understand with your job, it's like never ending. But do you ever give yourself time to like not do shit? Yeah. Uh, Last Friday, this past Friday, I did absolutely nothing all day long. I did not. All I did 
from the moment I woke up, went to sleep, I didn't change my clothes mm-hmm. from what I was wearing Thursday night all day <laughs> Friday into Saturday. Didn't change my clothes. Didn't take a shower. Uh, just sat on the couch, watched TV, and ate all day long. Didn't even <sighs> take my dog for a walk. <laughs> You're like, yeah. figure it out, dog. Mom's having a mental that, health day. Straight up, if you want me to be honest, did not even take my dog for a walk. <laughs> Sorry. What kind I play of dog do you time. have again? Um, a dachshund. Oh. He's the best. Okay. Final one. When was the last time you lusted over someone besides your boy toy? Like, do you have a celebrity crush or something? Oh, I love Harry Styles so much. Oh. There's, I like, I really love Harry Styles. I really do. I feel like everybody does, but I love him. I love him. I've so also much. heard that in person, he's like really cool and nice. I just think he's so cool, and I think the whole when you're so confident in yourself that you can put on a dress like that makes you even hotter to me i'm like you're because he must have like a massive dick (laughs) if he's if he's comfortable enough doing that like i think i don't know i think he's got a massive dick like i just think he fucks like i just i just know it i love this i love this visual that we've gotten of harry styles in a dress with a huge dick yeah final final question ria since we've gone way over an hour because we are Italian and that's the moral of the story of this podcast we're Italian in case you forgot we're Italian what do you do to cope with your hell when you're in the darkness when things are not going well what advice would you give I'm I'm thinking back to like like I said recently when I really struggled and like what got me out of it go get your hair done <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay. go 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 get some highlights that'll get fix some it. curtain bangs <laughs> fuck it no I don't know you know what I loved I, I really look forward to and I feel like it's not groundbreaking but do it is like I'm gonna have a really good shower I'm going to have a really good shower. Mm. I'm going to do all of it. I'm going to wash. I'm going to do a hair mask. I'm going to, I'm going to do the all, the Olaplex number three Mm. for 10 minutes on my hair. I'm going to then do the full mask, then a wash shampoo and conditioner, sit with the conditioner for three to four minutes, sit on the floor of your shower, take that time in, wash it out. Then we get to the body, shave everything, Mm. do the whole Like a seal. And then- Pick out, because usually, what are you wearing to bed? A t-shirt and a thong, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what I wear to bed. Mm-hmm. T-shirt, thong, every single night. Have your one set of PJs, like your one nice set of PJs, right? Like maybe like a, a satin set from Victoria's Secret or whatever it is. Put that on, get into bed, light a candle next to your bed, mm. and just watch some. Just watch. I'm a big I'm a big TV watcher. I always advocate for like, put your phone down. Get into bed, pick a movie you know you're going to focus on, or pick a TV show you know you're going to focus get on. Get lost in it, and just get yeah, dive into that world. Don't don't worry about your own world. Mm-mm. There's fake worlds out there that you mm-hmm. can enter, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about your own mm-hmm. world. So do that. I love that so much because that is just self care to the max. Mm-hmm. Ria, you're amazing. Where can people follow you, listen to you, watch you? Give me the goods. Thank you so much. I honestly love you, and I'm so happy that I'm on this <laughs> podcast. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Maria Chiffo, that's C-I-U-F-F-O. Chicks in the Office is the podcast Instagram. On Twitter, I am Barstool Ria. And then because we got high on all platforms, you can follow that as well. And uh, Chicks in the Office comes out three days a week because we got high is one day a week. And we have the group chat on Snapchat, which is awesome. we've been doing that for years now. It's a Snapchat show entertainment news so you can follow us there too wow you will not miss an ounce of pop culture an ounce of laughter an ounce of weed thank you guys for coming to hell today and i'll talk to you later bye